I realized I've talked sometimes about process over progress. Don't worry about getting better. Just worry about the systems you're putting in place to get better. Because if you start measuring progress, you start wondering where it is. It's like the people who go to the gym every day for two weeks and then they're like, what the f***, I'm not any bigger or any stronger. Whereas the people who go to the gym and they just enjoy it, they just keep going back to the gym. And after a few months, they're like, shit, I am stronger. Welcome to the 37th episode of the Leader Rising Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Paul Carvanis. We are willing to get out there and take chances. We have the courage to stand up straight and strong with our dreams in one hand and our will in the other. We take risks and we make mistakes, but the one thing we don't risk is lying there at the end of our life and regretting the chances we didn't take and the fear we let win. We know that growth is not just a process, it's an imperative. We've got this. You've got this. We'll do this together, one step at a time, by dreaming big and living bigger. Exactly 100 days ago, on Tuesday, September 15th, I made a commitment that may yet end up changing my life. I decided that I was going to write a post a daily email to my list and a blog post every single weekday. And I committed to myself that I was going to do it for five weeks. And I've kept it up for, I guess, 100 days, which if my math is right, is a little over 14 weeks. So I've stuck with it for almost three times longer than I committed to. So obviously, something came out of it. Today, I want to talk about my three biggest takeaways from it. But first what I thought it would be like. I thought that every single day I would sit down for about 10-15 minutes, bang out 120 words. 100 words was the minimum I set for myself, so not quite Seth Godin levels, but still on the short end, and that I would hit send. What it's actually turned out to be is a little bit different. Most of turns out it takes me a little bit longer to come up with my thoughts. So most of my emails are in the 200 to 350 word range. And it takes me a little bit longer than 15 minutes usually. I've also found that they get written different ways. If I just sit down at the keyboard to write it, it takes me longer than 15 minutes. But if I'm out for a walk and I'm just thinking about something, by the time I get home, I can write it in five, 10 minutes if the thought is already there the thoughts that normally just occur to me in day-to-day life. And that's been one of the beauties of this, is that it's actually really helped solidify my own practice of thinking and wondering and giving me an opportunity for feedback. Because I get emails from you a few times a week with your thoughts, with your observations, with your questions. And I want to say I appreciate all of them, And so far, I've also responded to all of them. So reach out to me when you get a chance. The other thing I thought was that this would be great for business. I thought it would be great for my email list first. I'd be growing my email list. I don't know how many extra subscribers per week. And by the end of the 
challenge. I'd have a bunch of new subscribers and, and business would be taking off. It's funny. I've not noticed that short-term impact. Maybe five new people have signed up for my email list in this time. However, I do think there will be a big benefit from it. I just think that it's an investment for later. This is one of those things where you lay the foundation and eventually when you build what you want to build, it's not on shaky ground and you can build it higher because it does have the solid foundation. So my three biggest lessons and then an announcement, I guess. The first one is, perhaps this is obvious, you get used to it. For those of you who don't have an email list, let me tell you, it's scary. It's scary to type something up and hit send. You can't take it back. You can't recall emails. You don't know how many people are going to click on subscribe. I remember at the beginning when I got my email list, it was petrifying. And I would send an email max once a month if I was lucky. Well, you get used to it. Turns out when you do difficult things over and over again, they stop being as difficult. And so I don't really feel that same worry or anxiety before I go to hit the send button, which I think is a lesson that probably has broad implications for us. Hey, the thing you're worried about doing, get doing it. You're worried about public speaking, get speaking. You're worried about meeting people, get meeting them. I remember way back when I was in therapy, they talked about it as exposure therapy. Expose yourself to the thing you're afraid of. You'll come to realize not only is it not that bad, but you can actually handle it and you get better at it. The second thing I noticed is that I didn't write my other stuff. You see, I actually committed to myself that I was going to write 100 words a day sometime in the summer. And I had kept it up and really been enjoying it. I'd also been writing a lot of fiction, a lot of swords and sorcery, dragons and magic, or sci-fi with spaceships and aliens. And man, I love that shit. And it was great. And I noticed that once there was the daily accountability of needing to send out this email, I started prioritizing that stuff. And I stopped prioritizing the fictional work. And so I've barely written fiction since this started. So look, not all the lessons have been positives. I guess I would have hoped that this was just net new writing time instead of taking from the writing time that I'd already managed to carve out. The third and final takeaway is there were big benefits from it. I mentioned at the beginning, I thought that there would be big external benefits, growing an email list, impacts on the business. That hasn't happened yet. Like I said earlier, I, I do think that there will be big impacts flowing downstream. And I think they're largely because of the big internal impacts I've had from this. Having a forum for me to think, think out loud, has been great. Writing things down is how I sort through my thoughts. And so why not sort through my thoughts on personal improvement, on how to actually live bigger in life? I care about this shit enough to start a business and a profession around it. And so getting better at it is critically important. And that's what this allowed me to do, is get better at it. I also think that it helped 
the people reading them and receiving them to realize like, hey, I'm not alone. There's other people that have these struggles. Sometimes it was them commiserating, say like, yeah, I go through the same thing. Other times it was people saying, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to try that. Two days ago, someone sent me a note saying, thanks for bringing up how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. I'd heard about the book a few times, never managed to get it, but I was having a difficult time with my son that day and your note just rang as the right reminder at the right time. And I was able to handle it in a way that I wanted to and be the dad I wanted to be. And that, man, that email makes my day. So thank you. It's interesting to me, Seth Godin sent out a note a few days ago talking about how if you've got the place to be creative, you're much more likely to be creative. So if you've got a blog, you're much more likely to write. If you've got an email list, you're much more likely to write and send emails. You're just removing one more barrier to getting started. And I think that that's been critically important for me to grease the wheels so that the things I want to do are more likely to get done. All that said, I'm going to be stopping for a little while. Not forever, but for long enough, I think. I still plan to continue with the podcast on the weekly basis, but the other four emails a week are no longer committed to. We're expecting a new kid, and he or she is going to arrive any day now. And I just feel like this is a good time for me to scale back on some of these other pursuits so that I can focus more energy on family. So, I'm going to be aiming for roughly February uh, when this comes back, but you will hear from me. So I want to leave you with one question. I mean, this is now New Year's resolution territory. Essentially, what I did on Tuesday, September the 15th was make a resolution to myself. It didn't need to be for the whole year. It was for five weeks, and it ended up being for 14. So think about this. Whether, whether you are a resolution person or not, what behavior do you want to see more of in your life? I realize I've talked sometimes about process over progress. Don't worry about getting better. Just worry about the systems you're putting in place to get better. Because if you start measuring progress, you start wondering where it is. It's like the people who go to the gym every day for two weeks, and then they're like, what the f***? I'm not any bigger or any stronger. Whereas the people who go to the gym and they just enjoy it, they just keep going back to the gym. And after a few months, they're like, shit, I am stronger. So when we can focus on how we're living, the process that we're following, then the progress takes care of itself. So thank you for sticking with me. I hope that my little experiment with, with writing every day has inspired you to commit to something for yourself. So until next time, dream big, live bigger. Peace. <laughs>